Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In the far south, there lies a continent, the seventh continent of the world, often forgot about, frozen over by ice, two miles thick in most places. It is uninhabited almost virtually from the beginning of time till now, or so we thought. Could it be that there was a lost civilization that remains lie somewhere far beneath the ice? Welcome to Bizarre Conspiracies. My name's Conrad Toll, and with me is Eric. I'm present. Today, I have got a bonkers of a theory, Eric. I know, and (laughs) I I am excited to hear what you got. It is the collision of aliens with the Flat Earth theory mixed with Nazis. (laughs) Oh. And, uh, you know, Hitler still being alive. Secret cover-up and a lost civilization all mixed together in just the total bonkers. I don't even really know where to get started, so I guess I'll just walk you through the path of how I came across this wonderful, wonderful theory. Do you know, Eric, that beneath the ice in Antarctica, there is a few sections that have melted out and left a pocket of air right up against the dirt? I don't think I did know that. There's a volcano, an active volcano, in Antarctica. It doesn't erupt very often, but it generates a lot of heat, with the magma being close to the surface. This causes the ice to melt and to absorb into the soil and to fade away, leaving this pocket around the base of this mountain, or active volcano, underneath this ice in Antarctica. Hmm. One of these pockets is rumored to be as large as Manhattan. Oh, wow. It's They're massive. And there are They're multiple of these? Multiple. And they are temperate. They, mm. you know, the ice is melted above freezing. There's even theorized that there is bacteria growing down there and possible life forms. Interesting. Now, it's kind of a commonly known fact nowadays, I think. If you study Antarctica, you will find that it used to once be a tropical rainforest. They say something like... 40, 50 million years ago or something like that. It used to be a rainforest? Yeah, yeah. The idea is that the climate used to be a lot hotter in the Earth's atmosphere, and it never froze over in Antarctica, that the the whole Earth was much hotter than it is now. So what would happen is it was same place, 
wasn't like it was still part of Pangaea. This is after it had separated. It was way down there, populated by dinosaurs. What would happen is, during the summer, the sun would never set, and there would be all these trees and plants and stuff. They would absorb sunlight 24-7, build up a massive amount of plant food, and then during the winter, the sun would never rise. But it would never freeze either, since, you know, it was just so hot. Mm Mm-hmm. And these plants would survive without photosynthesis for a whole winter and just live off of the stored food. And then the dinosaurs would eat the plants, which were, I guess, high in plant food. Just a whole ecosystem survived down there with these dinosaurs that had night vision. Jeez. (laughs) And uh, this whole thing had acclimated to a long, warm winters, long, hot, bright summers. When it froze over, these remainders of trees and forests and stuff still survived mm-hmm. and you can find actual photos of people who've gone and dug up these trees through all the ice and brought back fossilized uh, wood and that sort of thing and they've put it on museums and displays the idea is around this volcano when it thawed out some of the bacteria was still alive and that it grew, evolved, and turned into other organisms. And there is possible a whole different ecosystem that has never even been in contact with our ecosystem that survives down there in Antarctica. This volcano, it has um, lots of caves around it. So not only are there caves in the ice, where there's just this pocket of ice, so the ceiling of this pocket is ice and the floor of it is dirt, there's caves that go down into the actual earth of Antarctica around this volcano. And, you know, the cave system down there has never been reached, never been explored, supposedly, as the theory goes. Mm-hmm. During World War II, over 200 U-boats have disappeared. Not labeled as sunk and not found, weren't captured, just disappeared. Before World War II, the leader of the German Navy, Donitz, I think is his name, made a speech where he said that he is so glad they have built in the Navy a fortress beyond the borders of Germany for their Fuhrer. Where did this fortress lie? Well, some have theorized that these U-boats sailing under the ice of Antarctica found a pocket for which they were able to surface and emerge into these pockets around this volcano Hmm. and build a underground fortress into this network of caves and tunnels. But they've built this base, World War II's ending, not going well for the Germans. Hitler fakes his death, takes a bunch of his closest officers and that sort of thing, get on U-boats, they disappear, nobody sees them again. What they've done, they've gone to their base in, um, in the South Pole and they set up down there. Now, according to the sources I found on places like Cora, the U.S. Navy intercepted signals in 1946 of these Nazis all talking to each other under the ice. And in these particular conversations and stuff, Mm. these Nazis are describing their area as a luscious resort and that sort of thing. And so 1946 and early 1947... A expedition from the U.S. Navy is dispatched for uh, six months. It's part of the uh, United States Naval Antarctic Development Program and given the nickname High Jump. High Jump consists of Task Force 68, which is uh, 4,700 personnel, one aircraft carrier, uh, a bunch of support naval vessels and aircraft. And it is headed by Admiral Richard Byard. Their mission 
has six different objectives. Number one, training personnel and testing equipment in frigid conditions. Number two, consolidating and extending the United States sovereignty over the largest practical area of Antarctica. Uh, number three, determining the feasibility of maintaining and utilizing bases in Antarctica. Number four, developing techniques of maintaining and utilizing air bases. And number five, amplifying knowledge of the uh, electromagnetic, geological, and other patterns down there so it can be properly calibrated for in equipment. And I had a, a secondary objective of exploring off eastern Greenland. Project High Jump goes down there, and its secret objective is to find this Nazi base, to destroy it, and to capture it and use it for the U.S. Mm -hmm. So, in 1947, when they arrive in Antarctica, things do not go well. They are attacked by an unknown force. These um, flying saucers come out of the ocean and start shooting laser beams at them, shooting down planes, and sinks a U.S. destroyer. And a quote from one of the sailors supposedly says, I and my shipmates in the pilot house on the port side observed for several minutes the bright lights that ascended about 45 degrees into the sky. We couldn't ID the lights because our radar was limited out to uh, 250 miles in a straight line. Things shot out of the water with tremendous velocity as pursued by the devil and flew between the masts of the ship at such high speed that the radio antenna oscillated back and forth in turbulence. The aircraft from the Kurtuk took off and flew with a moment until struck by an unknown type of ray and almost instantly crashed into the sea next to our vessel. About 10 miles away, the torpedo boat Maddox burst into flames and began to sink. Having personally witnessed this attack by the object that flew out of the sea, I can, all I can say is it was frightening. And that was a quote from Our Real War of the Worlds. That's a book. Mm -hmm. So they get attacked by aliens. So were those German craft UFOs? Well, apparently what's gone on is they're on the other side. This is where the flat earth theory comes in. <laughs> There's the idea that the, you know, the earth is flat and Antarctica is the base of the earth, right? Mm -hmm. And that there's this thing the flat earthers referred to as the great ice wall, which is what surrounds all the oceans along the southern part of the world to keep all the water from running off into the outer space off the edge of the Earth. And so it's just this frozen bowl that holds all the water in. At this particular spot where the Nazis got underwater and came up on the other side, it actually has access to the sky. It's not iced over. This pocket is actually, there's a, a place segmented away from the rest of the Earth. So like if the Earth is a circle. There's a little bubble growing off to the side that's on the other side of the ice wall that has its own ice wall around it, making this little secondary bubble where there's its own continent in it called the land of the uh, Tilly Land or something like that. Really? And the Nazis didn't actually go to ice pocket under the Antarctic. They actually sailed underneath this the ice wall into the other section where there's these aliens who are living with Nazis over there and somehow they're living together and the Nazis are being defended by these aliens who are attacking the U.S. Navy who comes and then the U.S. Navy retreats and scraps the entire reports of this mission and strikes the name of the Maddox entirely from all records so you can't even find records of the, the Maddox 
This information as apparently all came from a leaked Russian classified document. A Russian spy had stolen this information from the U.S. government and that it had been kept in Russia until the fall of the Soviet Union where it had been leaked and that's how this guy got a hold of it. Hmm. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of other stuff that he mentions in here, like the types of planes that were used and the weather. All right, all right. And then at the very end, he talks about expedition force that went to Antarctica that went missing in 2002. Mm -hmm. uh, they apparently captured a video of the lost city of Atlantis in Antarctica, <laughs> which was buried under ice there. They all disappeared, and the company that they worked for was called Atlantis TV, and <laughs> they made a film called The Raising of Atlantis. They tried sending it back to the U.S., but the U.S. government has censored the video and won't allow it to happen. The crew that videoed it has gone missing, and... That just sounds like a lot of convenient things happening. <laughs> then he says, but according to later remote visual intelligence, it was confirmed that they had been machine gunned down by Nazis. Wow. So, the full theory... There's a whole pocket in Antarctica where there's aliens and Nazis living and they went there after losing World War II and then the U.S. Navy sent an expeditionary force that got turned back and then covered up all of their losses, which would have been a whole destroyer, which is also sometimes reported as a torpedo boat. It's not really consistent. Mm -hmm. And uh, half of the uh, airplanes covered up all their losses and nobody reported them, got a video that's being held by the U.S. government of the lost city of Atlantis for some reason. Crazy theory. I, I <laughs> kind of alluded to that one, but it is Is the ATF awesome. involved too? Uh, no. <laughs> Not that I know <laughs> of. But I, I thought this one was quite interesting and funny to read about. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've missed. I mean, it was a, it was a lot. <laughs> hey, was there a um, Bigfoot in there somewhere? There was... Um, a big-footed dinosaur? Does that count? <laughs> uh, they said that the dinosaurs that used to live in Antarctica were a little bit like kangaroos with large legs and feet and a tail, but bulbous night vision eyes. Interesting. Oh, sounds like a horrid creature. Um, I hope that whoever is out there had a good time enjoying this. If you happen to be one of those researchers down there in Antarctica, um, you know, the one out of, what, 40 year-round researchers they have down there um <laughs> stay warm and uh if you have watch out for nazis if, if you have any yeah. crazy stories that you want to tell us oh yeah go ahead and email that to us and with your permission we'll talk about it on the air uh if you want to email us you can do that at bizarreconspiracies at gmail.com that's one word bizarreconspiracies at gmail.com there will also be a link to the email in the description. Also, if you want to join our Patreon, because we are uploading a lot of exclusive episodes. I did two exclusive episodes in the month of August. So head over patreon.com slash bizarre conspiracies for more fun episodes. Final conclusions here. I wish there was more Bigfoot. That's, I, I'll, that's I'll, I'll find another Bigfoot one for you, Eric. <laughs> Anyways, oh. that will conclude today's episode. Thanks for listening to Bizarre Conspiracies, and as always, we will catch you in the next episode.